0: Hello once again, you beautiful people, and welcome back to Pairs Among People. So this is the first full-length episode of this podcast, and I hope you are as excited as I am. Well, first off, I would like to point out that there will not be that much of a consistent schedule, as much as I would like there to be, but I am planning to post each episode every Sunday if I have time to record every Saturday, but I probably will not So, we'll just see. Anyway, how are y'all doing today? Me? I'm good. Aside from the fact that I am still waiting for my final grades to be complete on our school website. But it's all good, really. Honestly, why wait, right? There's no point in waiting for something that will never come. (laughs) I'm kidding. Anyway, let me talk about school. And no, I will not share my embarrassing stories just yet. But... Chances are, they will come out in this episode, so yeah. But I will share about how I've been a quote-unquote top-notcher for a long time during my school life, and how that all changed when I transferred to my new school, aka my current one. So, to those of you who are listening, I'm just going to tell you that whatever you're studying right now may or may not be useful in real life. But if you are a college student or something and you're studying to be a doctor, a lawyer, a photographer, whatever, then, yes, you need those courses, girl. But at the same time, there are times, if not most of the time, that the courses that you took up, the courses that you chose, or the courses that were given to you, some of them are... Kinda useless in a way, but I don't know. I mean, I definitely have not used Chinese in my new school. I mean, it's a skill, yes, but I definitely have not used it. But to be intellectually curious, that is a good character trait. And kudos to you if you are one of those people. I mean, I could never, honestly. (laughs) But what I'm saying is it basically, all of it boils down to practicality. And I mean, speaking from experience, knowing that a lot of the people I know, they graduated in engineering, they passed the board exam or something, but they deviated into sales Uh, my parents (laughs) i'm not calling them out because they're really smart and they're really wise so yeah but still if you are a sophomore right now you're still in high school i'm not saying that you should drop out of school however if you think you can survive out there with your with your skills then good for you but I am a sheltered kid, and it shows in the way that I basically do not know how to do anything. Yeah, sure, I know how to commute, I know how to take the jeep, I know how to order food over the counter, but I don't know how I'm going to survive out there with all the taxes and all the people. It's scary. I admit it. And one of the reasons, I believe, is the fact that I was so focused on being academically inclined. And to that, I thank my parents for giving me some sort of motivation to get good grades in my past school years. Like, I'm happy that I that I moved up to senior high school with honors. But for most of my life, I was pressured into getting good grades, and by good, I mean my parents wanted me to get into the honor roll. And by American standards, they basically wanted me to get straight A's throughout the entire year. And I am not complaining because, then again, that's probably one of the only few things that are straight about me. So there are these tests, right? Quizzes, tests, whatever. Whenever I would just get a passing score, like a literal passing score, by Filipino standards it's like 75% or like a C plus or something... Which is where I would feel sad. Well, not sad like bawling my eyes out, kind of sad. But at the same time, I make sure not to show that I'm sad about it. So that's probably it. But when, when the time came that I had to ride back home in the car with my parents, they would ask me about what happened in school. And they would ask me about the tests on that same day. I felt the need to tell them because it's hard for me to lie as a kid. I remember this test that I had in seventh grade. I think it was social studies. I think wait, it's either that or no, it's not eighth grade. It was it was not eighth grade. Seventh grade was Asian history, and we had that with a certain teacher. And in eighth grade, with a better teacher. <laughs> Kidding. I'm not. I'm not biased here. But I understood that I got a failing grade on one of the tests in social studies. I was seventh grade. It was literally from sixth grade to high school. That seventh grade was the transitional period of all sixth graders. And at that year, I was like trying to adjust to the new grading system and the new culture of high school. So yeah. And to those of you who are not really familiar with the school system in the Philippines, I will just explain it here. So you probably heard like 7th grade and 8th grade are middle school, right? But in the Philippines, we don't really have middle school. It's not really called middle school. But yeah, grade 7 and grade 8, yeah, they're kind of middle school-ish because they are the transitional period, the adjusting period of every elementary student in high school. But in the Philippines we have this K to 12 system and grade 7 to grade 10 are basically junior high. They are technically already high school. And right now I'm in grade 12 which is the second half of senior high school. But before after grade 6 you're immediately in high school. You're immediately a freshman. There's no 7th grade or 8th grade. So you only had four years of high school, and after senior year, you're automatically a college student. Anyway, back to the social studies test that I failed. Well, I didn't really fail fail so badly, but then I got less than half of a score, I think. Either that or it was somewhere around a half. But I'm not gonna lie... And this is not a humble brag either. It might sound like a humble brag. But 7th grade is the only year that I wasn't able to get into the honor roll. And someone I'm familiar with who is from the States have told me that they didn't really have an honor roll when it was high school. So, like, I was low-key jealous at the fact that they didn't have honor roll in high school. Well... They still had honor roll when they were in middle school, but came high school, no way. They were like, okay, let everyone be equal. Let no one fight for grades. But being someone in Asia and in the Philippines, we took grades very seriously. And we took them enough that there is some sort of reward like, oh, you'll get recognized, you'll have honors and you'll get medals on recognition day so yeah there's that but during the seventh grade i was basically disappointed in myself because i didn't get the grades that i used to get when i was in elementary but i took it as a lesson and my parents they basically told me that i should have studied a little better which is true looking back at it i didn't really study so well (laughs) I still don't now, (laughs) to be honest. But whenever I finally garner a high score, that sense of euphoria when telling my parents is never enough. It's like I really have to go the extra mile for them, which I never did because I'm an awkward kid. But still, because of that system, the honor roll system, I was basically competing with every kid in my batch. There were times when I'd go up to, say, the person who's most likely to get a perfect score on a math test. And I would ask how much he or she got. And when they got lower than me, there would always be a boost of confidence in my, inside me. I wasn't proud enough to actually rub it in their face, though. But at least I don't do that anymore. I hope I don't do that anymore. Well, I used to do that in 11th grade kind of subtly kind of it's subtly a word well kind of in a subtle way I'm just gonna say subtle way but honestly I'm working towards being a much more considerate person toward the people who had their shortcomings and tests but despite all the competition and all the struggles I still graduated from the 6th grade I still moved up from the 10th grade and hopefully I will graduate the 12th grade with honors However, I'm not sure whether the start of the year will go along smoothly because the quarantine period might stretch out long enough to reach August. But people in the Philippines are protesting against the incoming school year. Uh Hashtag yes to academic freeze. Anyway, there are a lot of downsides to online classes in third world countries like the Philippines. And being a student... I have seen and experienced the downsides of online classes here in my country. But yeah, I know there are like a lot of benefits to online classes, especially if you are in first world countries like the States, the United Kingdom, any other countries like Canada or something. But yeah, because those countries have fast internet, they have um, an efficient government system in a way I mean coming from an outsider I just want to say that but there are a lot of disadvantages to having online classes in a country where the vast majority of the people are below the poverty line and I say that with pain in my heart because it's it's very I don't know I mean for a long time b- we have been a third world country i'm not gonna lie for a long time there have been a lot of people living in poverty and i feel so sorry for them and the best thing that i could do right now is just spread the awareness i mean i can't go out and do humanitarian services or something and i'm a minor under 21 years old though i don't really look like it if you know me personally I will not be treated well if I go out of my house and into the wild. <laughs> anyway, since the Philippines is a third world country, we don't really have access to fast internet. I mean, yeah, there are like webinars being conducted here in the the Philippines and they are conducted through Zoom. But classes... Like online classes, when they're being conducted on Zoom, you have to have everyone in the class participate or like join the meeting because it won't be as efficient. And that's the problem because I know a lot of people who have trouble submitting assignments, submitting outputs. I know a lot of people who don't really have access to fast internet connection. So that's why online classes is kind of a problem here in the Philippines. Because, yeah, we don't have fast internet connection. And the weird thing is that my current school, I will not say the name. But once I describe this thing that they did, you will definitely know for sure if you're... A native Filipino. Um, This weird thing that my school did is... They planned to open physical classes during... I think it was the 4th of May. When the virus has not even begun to slow down its rate of infection or something... I mean the cases were just growing day by day they were exponentially growing by the minute and my school wanted to they just wanted to open classes right away for the second semester of 11th grade but yeah well we were before May 4th we already were we were already doing online classes but then they were they were not being conducted through Zoom some subjects, some courses we did. We did. We did have meeting calls, but then it was kind of confusing and chaotic. So, yeah. We just did activities and we submitted them through Google Classroom and stuff. S- yeah. But we didn't really have tests. We did, but then they were more of activities, I think. And right now, I am still waiting for one of my subject's grades to be up so I can finally be be relieved of this whole online class thing. I mean, I still feel bad for some of my classmates because they really don't have access to internet connection. Well, not... not it's not that they are really deprived of internet connection what I mean is that it's very very slow and that's sadly the reality for a lot of students here in the Philippines and I remember one of the news and it got a lot of people um, angry that online classes were still being online classes were still being pushed through despite the quote-unquote new normal of this online class thing in the Philippines when a lot of students who didn't have internet connection had to walk up through walk up to the mountains walk up to the top so they can get a a strong signal or maybe just a signal even though it was just weak whatever signal they got that was the signal that they got in order to get their assignments so yeah that's the that's how being a student in the philippines is like especially in the year 2020 where it's quarantine and we we all need to stay home and yeah actually not everyone has to stay home as of now it's like what do you call that the general community quarantine um adults can go work so that's good, well, not really good, good, but then at least they don't they have work, so yeah, and it it's still risky as of now because the virus is out there, a vaccine is still being um formulated by experts, and before the g c q the general community quarantine. Um, a lot of the families in the Philippines have been advertising their side businesses like bread, fruits, um, home aids. And I see that it's efficient right now and I'm glad for them. And there are a lot of them advertising on Facebook. And I see them and I'm like, oh, wow, okay. And... My family is doing a side business right now as well. So, it's. It's. It's a good experience, but at the same time, it's. It's stressful, I think. But I don't really mind because I'm fine with it. Honestly, I'm fine with it. Like, having to display in the center of the subdivision and giving out um information about the products that we're selling that's good but it was kind of quote unquote panicky for me because sometimes um uh a project and uh I don't know how you say it a display day would be they would be merged in one day so if i had the morning to do um, online classes I had the afternoon to do The display thing But sometimes they'll be Merged so yeah That, that was an issue But it's still a good experience for me Because It tr- threw me out there Into the basics of the Real world With business and stuff And earning money And we all know that Experience is the greatest teacher Of all time And I am not saying that the courses that you were offered in school are completely useless. Yes, you will find some life skills while you are solving the limit of a function. But what really matters is the development of yourself that you eventually go through in school. I remember, um, I think, one of the courses that I had in the first semester of 11th grade was philosophy and right now i got i got interested in philosophy again for some reason and i watched the whole playlist of crash course philosophy it was good it was nice it made me think about stuff and i i'm just i want to share i want to share something like this thought experiment i will not narrate every detail of this but the whole premise is Um, There are some bits of information you can learn through physical things like you can learn about the formulas of calculus in written publications. You can see molecular formulas of um, compounds, but the whole experience of learning will not be completely achieved. If you are just reading from a book, it will not be completely achieved if you are just answering questions. You have to be out there. You have to fight the fight. You have to be out there on the battlefield and perform experiments and such so that you will know exactly how to do these things. That's why I say that Selling stuff is a good experience and um, it it showed me that the real world really is a cruel place and you won't get by with all your knowledge and facts because practicality is key. I admit that I still don't know how to do a lot of things and I just realized that I really do need to know (laughs) before I graduate high school and go to college in the same university. I'm still bitter about that. <laughs> anyway, I just ne- I just want to let you all know, to those who are listening, that, yeah, experience really is the greatest teacher. And, like, the most iconic scientist in the history of science, Albert Einstein, you know, the guy who um, formulated the theory of relativity, um, he said... That experience is knowledge, but the rest is information. Now, I won't discourage you to go along your your school life the way you want to, but I encourage you to do more than what you plan to do. Join clubs, do more things, do more activities. Make the most of your school life before you take that next step of your journey in life. Yeah. <laughs> so we are nearing the end of the first full-length episode of this podcast and I'm glad that you stuck around until the end and I hope that you were able to catch a glimpse of my school life and all the other things that I learned while I while I was yeah, while I was studying and the stuff that I am looking forward to in 12th grade and the stuff that I am not looking forward to in 12th grade. So, yeah. So, wherever you are and whatever you do, I hope you'll do things for the greater good and I hope you do it with all your heart, with all your strength, and I hope you all will believe in yourself to push through. And that concludes the first full-length episode of Pairs Among People. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to you when I get the chance and hope y'all will have a great day or a great evening. Bye!